Welcome everybody to the uh, first episode of Bucketheads. I am one of your co-hosts, Colin. Uh, we're going to go around the table here and introduce everybody. I got Jin here to my left. Yes, it's Jin Johnson in flesh. Thomas next. Uh, yes, Thomas. My thighs are exposed. Wow. Thank you, Thomas. And uh, next up, Callahan. Hi. Yeah, I'd just like to say that I'm a disciple of Rocco. Thank you. Wow. Amen. 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 Uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's been a while. We've been talking about this, uh, starting a podcast, and uh, finally doing it. Uh, we want you to get to know about us a little bit more, so we're going to go around, say the color of our shirt, and uh, a word that actually sort of makes us physically cringe. And yes, that for me would be uh, a black sweater, and uh, a word that makes me very uncomfortable is actually anthrax. Wow. Thanks, mm. Jay. Mm. Yeah, I'm Thomas here. Uh, I'm wearing a uh, gray shirt with a red hue. And I would say a word would be uh, colon. Mm. It's too close to colon for me. Mm. It makes me feel terrible. Mm. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's Callahan here. Um, I'm just wearing a black shirt. And really, <coughs> kind of probably the number one word on my list would be uh, voluptuous. It just kind of throws me off every time I hear it, really. So bountiful. Cringe word for me is definitely moist, not not, not because not it's just like sounds bad, but because everybody else like freaks out about it. So whenever I hear the word, I get like terrors that somebody's just gonna start ripping people I don't to really shreds. Care about that whole word? No, no, like, I don't care that much either. Just people have such strong opinions. Because just like it's moist, it's just a word, you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's know. like the post external cringe you have. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's if you're by yourself and you hear moist, you're like, oh, whatever, it's fine. But around a group, someone like aggressively someone... reacting. Just yes. Makes yeah, me, yeah. No, it, it makes, makes me, me like get scared. Yeah, yeah. Makes me get. But moist. moving on oh, today during this okay. episode, we will be talking about some a couple things just to help you with uh, your daily life and our opinions. Uh, Kijiji. Yes, we all have it. We all want it. It's a little purple square. Yes. Is it better than Facebook Marketplace? We will find out. But honestly, like, Misconnections page, like, has anybody ever successfully found somebody? Because who's thinking, man, I went to Starbucks, right? I saw this girl, and I was like, hmm. I, I made eye contact with her. I know what she's going to do when she gets home. Check the Kijiji Misconnections <laughs> app. No, people only go there to write Misconnections. Nobody goes no. there to find And the thing is, they always say, oh, I usually don't do this. I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> no one actually does It's a pretty severe that. thing to be doing on the frequent. It's not casual just to say, hey, I uh, saw somebody at Tim's today, and she caught me staring at her butt, and then... You know, we just had that instant connection. Yes. Mind to booty connection. Mind to booty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Telepath. And so really, I'd just like to ask the listeners, really, if you have a story, if you have some time when you actually got met, met a connection, when you actually advertised and got it and you know, actually interacted with them, please send us. With the few viewers that we actually will have, if you have a story, please go to our Facebook page called The Bucketheads Podcast and write us a story there. We will be we'll read it. it. Yes, we will read it, and we will find your connection. But we Jay, may even give you a shout-out, depending on the story. Ooh, possible shout-out. We have connections in a few places. Uh, <laughs> many continents. Very yeah, yeah. limited <laughs> ca capacities. A couple planets, you might say. Um, but one thing that I know Kijiji's notorious for, and I'm a huge member of this, is lowballing. But uh, I've never known the proper procedure. Like, how low do you go? Mm. Yes, now you're talking to the resident expert of lowballing on Kijiji. That's myself, actually. So you pretty much you scroll through Kijiji, find something <laughs> that you meanly want, very lightly. If it's like, hmm, I can see myself possibly maybe not really owning this product. You say, okay, let's say they're offering $120. Now, let's let's put a price on this or like okay. let's Please, put an item to the price. price. Let, me, let me give you an example. Give here. us a product. Okay. I'll bring you yeah, yeah. Right now and just scroll through my message. Okay, yeah. Good, thank you. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll Alicia, join you. She's selling a lighter online. Wow. Uh, she has. Give me an example of the price that she wants. So I messaged her ten dollars. That was a week ago, and she hasn't responded yet. 
Okay, so How much make... was the price that she wanted? Uh, she said, give me an offer. And I gave her an offer. Mm. Mm, so, terrible situation there. It was a terrible okay. situation. Now, Colin, please give me a yes, situation. I found a situation here. I will help you. So, my boy is currently selling a 16-foot aluminum boat and trailer and a 70-horsepower Johnson motor mm. for $7,000 Canadian, which is very close to the Australian dollar. Mm, yes, mm. that is true. Actually. I agree with that statistics. Um, yes, so you'll see the seven grand. You'll say, hmm, that's a fair price for oh, what I'm getting. Oh, one sec. He, this might affect it. Mm. He says price reduced, must sell, and they live approximately 30 minutes away from me. Mm, 30 minutes. That's precisely $8.67.5 worth of gas. Um, so In what vehicle, actually, though? Um, in the Mazda. Three. Oh, okay. Wow. But, but I mean, very common vehicle to tow a sixteen-foot boat with. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Very. <laughs> so, um, what you want to do is just see the seven grand price tag, see the thirty minutes, and say, "Hmm, will you take twenty-two hundred dollars?" Twenty-two hundred. Yes. From so we're talking a thirty-eight hundred dollar knockoff price. Yeah. Did I do my math right? Who knows? Uh, but no, forty-eight hundred dollars. Yes. Um, and pretty much, there, there's no rules, but it's kind of like, what's offensive? But Is they that may, offensive? I feel like I'd be offended. Yeah, you, you have to say oh, something yes. that's slightly offensive and uh, see if they respond. Slightly. Like, not, I feel like we've not calling that gap them names, already. but like just an offensive price. Basically, offensive you price. have to give a uh, an excuse. Offensive price, um, they usually <laughs> lash back and say, how dare? This yes, this has happened to me. Many times. Yeah, I was I was questioning somebody about an audio interface that is from 2007, right? No software support for it or anything. And they're like offering it for $180. Okay, maybe it's a really good audio interface. No, it was previously sold for 220 when it was made. Oh. I'm like, oh, so you're giving me what? A $40, $40 discount. discount for a super old device? Heck no. So I messaged them, I'm like, $50. And then they just come back and they're like, I know what I got. That's a ridiculous price. I paid 220 for this. I'm like, I know. There's no software support and it's super old and used. And she's like, well, my perfume is worth uh, even more now that it's discontinued. So that's exactly how audio gear works. I'm like, uh, actually incorrect. Yeah. You're very wrong. So you had a chat with Ken on Kijiji, actually, and uh, he was selling a scooter that was heavily modified, and I heavily wanted it. Um, so I was like, hey, uh, can I pick it up? And he was like, I have no idea if you could pick this up. It is an 192-pound scooter. What a chill. I can, though. Thank you. <laughs> what a He's trying price. to flex on you at that and point. And so pretty much I feel he flexed re- upon it. There were some even things it. happening right here. He was flexing on me. He was kind of evading the question, which I thought was pretty clear, you know, since it's, you know, Kijiji and all, and he's selling it. <laughs> buy and sell. Uh, yeah. buy the end result would be actually him being richer. And so he said that. Um, he actually thanked me for asking, but uh, someone, I said... Someone would wonder, actually, if that, that was just, that was a fake ad, and he was just looking for a, a one joke for a punchline. You know what? And Some people look for very, very low standards. Because he did say thank you. So, I mean, maybe he just attained his goal right there. And you know what? Mm. And I pretty much responded to, do you even want to sell this to me? Any response? And his response? Um, Nothing, actually. Oh, perfect. Apparently not. So, so far. understood the whole idea of Kijiji. We have actually heard three stories of non-successful Kijiji deals, which leads me to my next point. Um, How do I meet up with somebody once I have snaked them into lowering their price to super I have a story about this here. Yes. I uh, had a Kijiji meetup. I was going to buy a scooter, actually. Mm, uh, casually. It looked like a pretty trash scooter. He was asking $500. I was offering him $200. So I came Did up. Did he accept? Well, no, but I still went. Uh, so on my break, I uh, drove over there. Wait, you it went was... to his house? I did go to his house. Without him asking? No, I asked him first. I phoned him. <laughs> okay. So what Just happened? to clarify, oh, we yes, are not creeps here. I, no, no. I, I, talk to people. I messaged people on Kijiji. And uh, there's conversations had. <laughs> so basically, uh, I phoned him actually first, and he said, uh, in a really weird and raspy voice, "Oh, uh, my my house is on Talbot." 
it's on Talbot. And he's like, I didn't know where Talbot was. It's somewhere in the North End. But uh, basically, basically, what happened was he's trying to explain to me where this street is by right. giving me different landmarks of like the North End, and I don't know where this is because I never go in that area. So we keep on saying that I probably drive by there every day, and that <laughs> I just assuming that you <laughs> work there. He says he says that I uh, I'm driving by there every day, at, going to work, and it's right by the Pony Corral on Talbot, and I. I had no idea where this was. Later on, actually, I went past that pony corral and realized it was extremely close to his house. Oh, there you so go. So no, he was giving me good directions if I was from the north end. But he was just assuming that you like actually worked at his house. Yeah, it was it was a weird it was a weird uh, situation I was in. But furthermore, when I when I get in there, uh, he brings me into his house. Uh, at that point, I immediately saw the condition of his house, and I kept my shoes on. So I walked mm. through his house with my shoes sort on. Sort of like when I walk into, uh, what's that Butterburger place in uh, the States? Culver's. 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 And you're like, I'm not going to take off my shoes because that'd be weird in an establishment. But if I did, my feet would be aggressed with stickiness. That was the conditions of this house. Ew. So I went through <laughs> his house uh, and I went to see the moped. Moped looked okay if I was paying $200 for it. But he was pretty firm on 400, which was honestly massive ripoff to whoever would ever eventually buy that because it was pretty trash. So would you say meeting at his house was a terrible decision? Well, uh, one thing he was extremely high. Uh, oh, whole whole good. The whole house good thing that's like legal now. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is legal, which is fine. I will not partake, <laughs> but good for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, utilize your rights he, uh, as a citizen. He got the moped turning over once and then just didn't uh, didn't turn over it again. He was extremely lying to me, basically saying that he had it running perfectly fine before, like until I came up there, which is a high coincidence, I would say. Mm, very. Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think it's true. It's probably running excellent. Yeah, he said the guy he brought to at the shop was... Uh, uh, he said it was uh, perfectly fine and before, like just the day before. So, perfectly fine, like having a plastic straw in my AW drink. Mm, yes, paper. What, what right? Paper straws. Yes. It's coming soon. It's coming no, no, I mean, it's end, already here. End oh, the straw is. movement. Am oh, I right? Yeah. This yeah. straw movement is possibly the worst thing ever. They're like, oh man, turtles. They're breathing down. Straws. Yeah, that makes it more breathable, actually. That's yes. sort of like what they do in nose. the hospital. That is a turtle cold air intake. But you, <laughs> Turtle cold air intake. Yeah, you want to you see a turtle have more horsepower? But straws. You know straws. what's bad? <laughs> when I go to the drive-thru of A&W, because I don't have time to sit down and have you a don't. glass, frosted no. glass of root beer. No, no. I have go. to go through the drive-thru, which is already a discouragement, because my A&W root beer is going to come in a paper cup. Okay, I'll accept it. Doesn't really affect the flavor. But then you choose the delivery device of a paper straw to bamboozle me with. Immediately carbonated beverage. With a carbonated beverage. turns into mush. Yeah. Yes. Like, as soon as you put it in, oh, what's where did my straw go? I don't know. Actually, I'm drinking it right you now. Say, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it's actually injecting please, itself. What an opportunity what and a no, privilege to be drinking a tree right now. Wow. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, a and Yeah. And then... What was even more wild, Starbucks, right? You know, good for them. They start making their cups sippy cups so that you don't have to use a straw. But I was in Vancouver, and I'm like, you know what? I'm with my family. They're buying me a drink, so I'll I'll go for Starbucks. I'm more of a McDonald's guy. But I'll get a caramel ice macchiato. Good choice, And if actually. anybody has ever had a caramel ice macchiato, it's... uh. It, excellent. It's excellent. You throw know the, what? You throw the cloud in there, man. Oh, Ariana Grande. Oh, Ooh, that's a good beverage. Oh, Some would say amazing beverage. Ice, ice. But the key factor to caramel macchiato is the drizzle on top, right? Drizzle. Oh. Because it, it sinks down, and then you're like sipping around the bottom, Ooh, and you're like, ooh, Easy I just got a shot hands. of caramel in my yeah. mouth. Get wow, hot. that was amazing. But it's not consistent, though. It's, it's not consistent, it's not, which not, is enjoyable. Yeah. It's sort of like you a, get a hint shock of, factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a surprise. Here there. But so I proceed to order this drink. And I'm like, you know what? This is gonna be great. And then I realize no straws. I'm like, oh, okay. I will drink my ice beverage without a straw. 
Mm. Okay. So I proceed to drink my beverage and halfway through realize I'm missing all the caramel because it had sunk down to the bottom bottom. and there's no way for me to access it. And you also get all the froth at the top right away. That's kind of like a tree at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just had to suffer there without my caramel. That is suffering right there. You know, furthermore, in the 50s, uh, in the 50s, wow. if you know, if they saw what our generation old. was like now, <coughs> having sippy cups, full-grown adults sipping from sippy cups. Yeah, I felt like a child. Yeah, honestly, and if they, if they if the people in the 50s saw that, our grandparents maybe, I believe they would think we would have de-evolved actually. And they're like, hmm, we have this amazing invention: a slice of plastic in a tube that perfectly delivers your beverage without taint into your mouth. So slippy. Tons of gliding motion for Tons the best. Tons of it. But then they're like, you know what? Let's throw it away. We're going to make a more difficult lid to manufacture. And we'll use that same amount of plastic in the lid for support. thing is, it is still plastic as well. They're not, they're but not we'll get rid of the straw, yeah. which is roughly the same amount as a lid. I mean, if the whole thing was paper, I could see it working out, but it's still plastic. Okay, and let me just bring up some statistics here, actually. Ooh. According to the World Health Organization, um, they wow. say that um, apparently straws fill only about 5% of the landfill. So, I mean, that's not a huge amount. There's like 95 more percent. Dude, yeah. When I get 95% yeah. on a test, I'm happy. I'm exactly. super happy. I'm, you know, I'm glad. It could be six percent. I'd still be yeah. happy. You know what? How much waste is this great. eliminating? I mean, yeah. you're eliminating straws, sure, but think about how many other plastics okay. there are Let's in the world. Think about how composable plastic is. Seven hundred years? That's nothing. That's what weird. happens in seven hundred years. That, Dinosaurs? Probably. probably more gas. Like, America will be happy. Years, I probably will have multiple hands at that point. All I'm saying: straws should stay plastic. Unless you want to start donating me metal straws, but do those decompose? Uh, maybe if they rust. Do those cause severe throat pain when you get in a car accident? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I always enjoy my bev on the road. Exactly. Especially Absolutely. Car yes. So please buy <laughs> Especially <straws>. during <laughs> car accidents. Yes, buy plastic straws to support the cause. <laughs> now, Apple. We all oh, know them. Oh, doggy. <laughs> They're white, all of them. Everyone what? has them. Ah, uh, that's actually incorrect. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Space gray as well. Space there gray. is red. Space gray. And the red where you support Africa, actually. Wasn't there? And oh. sometimes yeah, no, gold. that was AIDS. Red, yeah, that's red supported AIDS. AIDS. Also, the rose gold. The like rose gold? gold? I like the rose, I, rose I gold. I appreciate it. Rose gold does, it hits. It, it hits. Clean. But Apple, they look good, but do they work good? No. No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Apple, they're like, hey, our computers, they're okay. They're they great. They have statistics that are basic. Yeah, yeah. But we used to make this computer. That was amazing for production. Everybody loved it. And it looked like a trash can, but people still enjoyed it. So they're like, we're going to make a new edition, right? I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, new, new hype, new edition. It's been a couple of years for sure. And I'm looking at these specs. Who? what's that? You can put a terabyte of RAM. Wow. You know how fast you could edit videos on that? Very fast for people who don't know about videos. I only got four gigs. Yeah, I only <laughs> got 16. So Apple, they're making moves. Anyways, this computer costs five grand. I'm like, all right, that's fair. Sure, five grand for a computer, great specs, no problem. But then they're like, hold up. Why don't you buy our monitor with it? Sorry, number's wrong. Computer was six grand. Monitor, five grand. I'm like, oh. You got to be sporting some nice specs for that. But you know what? 8K resolution, very fast. I enjoy it. But then they're like, oh, wait, what's that? You want your monitor to stand up straight? On the table? On the table? Oh, what a privilege. Please buy our $1,000 <laughs> machined aluminum monitor stand. That is, that is not a real thing. That is oh. a real thing. Oh. I can guarantee it. Sorry, $999 oh, that's USD. Oh, okay. And uh, in the CAD system, that's pretty much two million dollars. Do we know what basically. it is in the shilling? Uh, uh, aluminum. Apple. <laughs> some people hate it. Some people love it. I Most hate people it. hate it because it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people go into the trap of, oh, I have iMessage. I can't go across. Go with my message. I walk into a coffee shop and I see seventeen. 17-year-olds. I was in a lecture uh, just like this year, and I think I was the only like Microsoft 
uh, laptop in the whole thing. I think I saw like I think I counted like thirty Apple Ma- MacBooks, and those are the people who were taking notes on their computer. There were still computers in their backpacks and stuff. You know what can take notes? Freaking Chromebook. That's also, what, what paper? Two hundred bucks? That makes me livid. Wow. But yeah, no and Apple. They sell you what are they doing? They're selling you garbage. Twelve hundred bucks for. They're MacBook crazy Air. pricing like <coughs> these monitor mounts. Just to hold it on your table. Oh, what's that? You want to use a different monitor mount? It's okay. Apple thought that you might not want to pay $1,000. You have to buy an adapter for $400. Oh, oh that's pocket change. Oh, thank you, Apple. And you Very want a stylus? Cool. That's actually $400 right there. Oh, wow. wow. Good. Good. If Apple thinks that they can pull a fast one and that we don't see these things, the prices mainly... Uh, they're wrong, Apple. Please. I would say most people do fall for it, though. People, mo- uh, most people, people do. Most. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's because of hype, though. It, it is truly, yeah, truly yeah. about the hype. It's I mean, just you about say the you, Apple. It's mostly about your friends. Peer pressure. People are like, "Oh, yo, get an Ooh, iPhone." Oh, you man. don't like, have an iPhone? Yo, you, you, I can't add you to I, the iMessage Ooh, group chat. Oh, I can't then. see I, when I read your text. Oh, I mean, wow. That's, that's that's it's uh, all about the hype. I heard they have fantastic cooling. Fans coming in the back. They blow dust, and that's not great for our lungs. <laughs> now, wow, hell, I've scandal. seen inside of a university many, many people, not from here, um, from Asia specifically, and they see this problem with their MacBook Pros and all this dust flying out, so they wear masks. No, Jaden, that's not at all what the masks are for. Oh, please tell me. That's actually for more hype. Uh, hype beasts? More hype. Yes. How did I not see it coming? Oh, so, wow. We're on we're onto the topic already. Uh, hype beasts. I love them. I mean, I kind of knew not it really would come though. up eventually, but... Do you hate them? Do you love them? No, you hate them. I pretty much Does anyone them. love a hype beast? Like, hype beasts love they, hype You beasts. can, like, ask specs, but... Can they can they truly find love? Total? Like, No, they can't. No, they're when, unlovable. When one yes. bo- goes out of the way to buy a $500 anything with a brand on it and don't <coughs> actually support the brand to its full capacity mm. i'll call that person hypebeast at that point yeah my good friend dominic has some good uh good opinions on this he's like pretty much there's a point where you can physically not make a shirt any better any more quality to make it worth more so a- after that point you're just paying for the little logo which is completely true and these kids they're spending like six hundred, a thousand dollars just on a cotton shirt that will shrink if you dry it incorrectly. I think that is correct. It is uh, something I despise, and I cringe often when people go walk by me in the hallways wearing, uh, for example, Supreme or North Face here and there. Oh, uh, North Face isn't hype for. Although, okay, certain North Sir Face. North Face. Yeah, the, you can. I mean, you can stereotype people directly mm, and say yeah. those people do not go hiking. And at that point, they are hype beasts. Yes. Like, if I'm in a hiking store and I see, you know, people wearing some hiking shoes, you know, beat up clothes, people that look like they just came off the trail, I'm like, you know what? I see that. I it's see Patagonia. Them. Go for it. You That's all good. If I see a crisp, clean person wearing $6,000 shoes walking into a hiking store, I'm like, something tells me they're not hiking. <laughs> something tells me that they're only buying this for the brand name. And the thing Absolutely. is, it stops you from enjoying the brand to its fullest capacity. Yeah. I mean, me? like you just you just can't enjoy it because you yeah. think, oh, people are just gonna brand me as another hype beast. And when you actually enjoy the so the the hiking or the ruins, skateboarding, I mean, yeah, whatever it is, yeah, it you know, sort of taints the name. Yeah. Sort of good for the company because they're making more money, but also terrible for everybody else because they're like, ah, I can't go into that store without being associated with hype beast. I mean, on a tangent. There's uh those those hype beasts in a way they do fund the uh, brands to yeah that make that more, enables them yeah that enables them to make more enjoyable products for us who actually do appreciate the brand mm, that is true but then you get also the people who wear construction wear as hype beast wear uh, have you seen that Carhartts and stuff high vis no just high vis oh, high vis I, 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 I can't I can't believe yeah that's yeah a thing. so I work in a school right and I saw a kid. Literally wearing a orange high vis with the like the safety hazard yellow stripes across, as a daily <coughs> like wear, high vis, hype beast wear. I'm when like, no sir, I know where you purchased that. You went down to the construction store. You went to you went to the sweater section and just bought a sweater. At that because that's what they sell for construction workers. At that age, if I was in their shoes, I think Viola, I would be real ridiculed at that point. Yeah, you know what? Wearing if I wore that wear? back in the day, they're like. Who does this guy think he is? Yeah, everybody is walking around in their Angry Bird shirts, 
and then there's just this kid wearing a high-vis sweater? No, don't think so. But no, totally acceptable. Somehow. Some kid walking around full pajamas. I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Nah, it's just bape. What is bape? Oh, what is is bape? It's B-A and then P-E. Yes. It's like the shark. It's a weird... I don't know. Camo shark. Uh, Oh, what? I mean, Uh, camo, fine, if you're hunting. Yes. Can we agree on this one? Yeah. Amen good if you're to hunting. that. What about digital camo? Digital camo? Like, I'm talking not, aggressive I'm, army honest, pants. Honest, Does well, on a stance, like vehicle? Oh, you're talking, yes. you're talking like clothing. the like pixelated camo. Yeah, pixelated yeah, yeah. Camo. I'd say uh, as, a, as a vinyl wrap on a car. I'd say that works. works. Tastefully. Tastefully. Yeah, I mean, it can't be everywhere. Within reason. It can't be like super condensed, always switching colors or else. Mm-hmm. And also, the pixels can't be different sizes. That's just. Oh, that's, that's actually sort that's of outrageous. A, almost. That's kind of just a given, I would think. You know what? I was in a place called Urban Outfitters. Oh, uh, um, and no, they, they do outfit urban people. And pretty much, I uh, I went into the store and I was like, wow, I am. Is this a Del Monte fruit cocktail? Can I stop you there? Del Monte fruit cocktail. Wow. Urban Outfitters, you won't find me willingly in that store. Mm. Ever. And I'll tell you th- two things about that story. What is though. the definition of urban? Who are they uh, suited? Like fruits, hypes, fruits, and people, people from the suburbs. Sense. Yeah, you know what? That'd be that'd be cool. Suburbs. And, you know what? and from the metropolitan area, actually. You I know think. What? Okay. Is this the land of the pop sockets? Yes. yes. Uh, I, I know where we're sockets. talking about. And some people even like to double up on their pop sockets. Which is kind of, pop but sockets. that's besides the point. I have two anecdotes from urban outfitters. Wow. So pretty much, uh, I walk in. And I'm like, hey, this is surprising. I see a lot of colors. I see a lot of hype things. I see a lot of quite unfortunate people, honestly. And I duck through them, weaving even. And I see a mannequin. I'm like, oh, this mannequin's wearing, you know, an average clothing. I might wear that. You know what? It's, it's pretty non-branded. I'm like, you know what? That's okay. What's around its neck? Oh, it's a vinyl sleeve with a lanyard. That's literally a piece of paracord. I'm like, huh, I've literally got that at a job fair before. How much does it cost? Oh, look at the price tag. 24 <laughs> Canadian dollars. For a piece of string. A piece of string and a vinyl sleeve. Moving on to crows. Have you seen this as a crows are. this year? Wow. Changing. Uh, <sighs> last year, crows, I didn't think of them at all. They're just animals that I hate in general. They're black and they're birds. Yeah. This year, though, Wow. How have they grown in size? I don't know what's happening with them or something. They must be mating profusively. Alterations like slash alter call. These things are large. Yeah. Like, I almost these got things, wrecked by one of these honestly, things. Honestly, have you ever seen a pelican? Yes, I'm talking about that, that size. Similar no size. way. No, no I'm way. Talking yeah, I haven't crows. seen these crows yet. I'm okay, saying I wouldn't say that far. One sec. I'm going to Google but these 2019 crows, crows here. Twenty. Well, these crows are like, I wish you guys could see my hands right now. But his hands crows, are a decent amount of put. The, the crows they're about a foot, this big, foot and a okay? half. Yeah, yeah. And now the crows are about this big. So <coughs> larger That's actually like one and a half times the size. Yeah. I, I I took a video of them today if you guys wanna yeah. quickly see it really quick. We I'm will describe right this in great detail. It is well, let me, me in my describe car. Video. I stopped now. and put the brakes on just to let you know because uh, you can't text and drive here. And then yes. Distracted that is actually illegal. Yes, it's illegal. So I put the brakes on and parked my vehicle. And I took my uh, phone out, and I saw these crows. They're kind of hurtled around each other. They're just jumping around. And I'm saying right now, these guys were jumping. Jump, jump. Chain, chain. And seaweed. Mama. Dried seaweed, even. You. Yeah. Man, I go to Costco. I'm like, you know, try a sample. Why not? No. Oh, they give me a slice of dried seaweed. Oh, is this air? Oh, no, no, no. It's algae from the seafloor. <laughs> Thank you, Costco. <laughs> Thank you Thank very you. much. We praise yes. you for this. This is a snack. A snack is supposed to be pleasurable and bring you joy. This makes me cringe and oh, it melts. You like, you dipped a leaf into the ocean and then put it into an oven for like five hours. Thank you, Costco. Yes, this I, tastes amazing. Did everyone just see in wafer form? Is it even that healthy? No, it's completely covered in salt. Exactly. If you have to cover a healthy item, Completely in salt. No longer a healthy item. No, copious amounts of salt <laughs> is bad for you. That's like also dried mangoes. Well, dried mangoes. Dried mangoes. But dried, dried mangoes. mangoes are hype, everybody, get. Yeah, I love them. Everybody eats them like they're super healthy. You look at the nutrition facts on those things. 
tons of sugar. More sugar than a McDonald's iced coffee, for reference, actually. That's 190 calories. Wow. Man, yeah. But I if mean, you get the ones without sugar. If you get the ones without sugar, there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. That's no sugar on the diet right there. I mean, there's still sugar in mangoes, though. It's kind of just condensed. Like they say, but it's natural, natural sugar. Well, you know what they call that? Like, in, uh, it's not refined sugar. East no. Sugar. I heard that it's refined sugar, sugar is bad. Oh, well, yeah. Shangos. Shangos, wow. But oh, yeah. That's very interesting. The whole actually. seaweed trend, don't get it. Never have had sushi. I don't know. Maybe I'll try one for a podcast. Everybody yeah. has a Honda. Does everybody want a Honda? I personally do not. Honestly, I, I mean, don't. I, the I shun them. The Honda re- reliability. Okay, I can see Off it. the charts. Okay, it's yeah. great. I'll, I'll give Bulletproof. I mean, they have the For S2000 sure. as well, which is heck of nice. Prime, they don't make it anymore, which yeah. is a mistake. We're talking yeah, about big new Hondas. New, new Hondas. Hondas. <laughs> wow. Honestly, go to the website. It's depressing. It's like someone just doesn't care about cars at this point. I mean, yeah, they have the engineers say that the, the vehicle is super reliable and safe. I don't think you care about that. And sure. Point. Actually, you know what? It's true. I'd believe them. Those Japanese engineers are like, you know what? I believe you completely. But why are they so unenjoyable? They just have no oomph in them, you know? You know, they have Nothing no Nothing makes them stand out. Like, yeah. everyone has them. So, what? I mean, yeah. what's going to well, put you apart from the crowd? <laughs> I mean, I do I do not own one, some would say, but I, I drive one. What is your What is your relationship to that car? It's, it's nothing to me, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Which yes. year is it? It's a 2010, actually. Okay, 2010s, though? Still shift, right? They still have a tra- transmission. They, oh, they but do. anything after that? No, CVTs. VTC. Ooh. Yeah. VTC. Yes. TVS. VHS. VHS. Wow. Wow, that's a SRT. VTEC. Wow. VTEC. Okay, VTEC is the one redeeming factor, right? Honda. They start making cars have a little bit of zip to them. Start making their cars sort of look sort of sporty. But then they're like, ah, let's throw the worst transmission into a car that is the least enjoyable, push a lot of horsepower through it, and then everybody will love us. Mm, Incorrect. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know what? Honda started out, you know, they started out humble. With a Civic. They did. With a Civic. It was very basic. It was very cheap even. And uh, people weren't so sure about it. But as it carried forward, people, they started getting into the more severe, uh, more fast, and more zesty even. Zesty. And yes. they stick with that for a long time. But then kind of into the 2000s, they were like, you know what? Let's make our cars supremely more boring. I mean, that was Let's a lot make, of cars make them in the, the most, like, menial basic cars <laughs> ever. Yeah. They used to be racing. And their racing division was called Spoon. Oh, wow. Yes, I didn't is. even know this, but this is absolutely amazing. And this their cars were very happened. fast. Wow. They had made, like, the EG Hatch. Very nice oh, car. Oh, EG Hatch. The CRX. Oh, that's a spicy oh. and boxy car. I almost bought one of those actually. Wow! Oh, wow! Really? You and we actually should have. I know. I. Ugh, you know every what? day. Big mistake. One of my biggest regrets. We'll move past it. Although yeah. I do enjoy that Del Sol. That was a good. Mm. The Del, Del Sol. Sol. Wow. That is an aggressive name. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Like, that, honestly, that's a part right there. You know it's what's not an aggressive name? Honda Civic. Wow. Generic. Like wow. What am I? engineer that drives to work every day and picks up groceries on the way home with no enjoyment in my vehicle yes unless you're talking type r then i might grant i might grant you type r is the one redeeming factor if you don't rice the crap out of it i mean it's already quite fast so i do not see the nest like the 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 need for that really the engineers in honda were pretty much thinking hey let's make a new type r and you know we we all applauded them for that we're like you know what we approve of this message and uh, so they made it. We're like, okay, let's make this 305 horsepower. Very good specifications. Uh, but um, they said, you know what? We're going to fight Subaru in this. Make it look almost the same. Um, mm. But we're going to do something very bad. We're going to make it only front-wheel drive. Imagine 305 horsepower going through two front wheels. Yes. Mm. Good, bad. Bad. The ugly. Good, bad, the ugly. Man, knobs though, right? Knobs, wow. Don't even get me started Dude, on knobs. ASMR enjoyment. Those <laughs> no, not ASMR. Okay, Thomas, you have this I, totally I'm not wrong. a big fan of clicky knobs. No, no, clicky knobs are not worth that. I like a smooth, oh. heavy knob. Yeah. But with a little bit of sound, though. No, 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 not, no, not sound. Imagine you walk up 
to your grandparents' TV, you grab the volume knob, and it's just pure mass, and it just glides as it oh, rotates. That's Holy yes. doggy. Oh, man. man. You got to have some decent resistance on that, too. Honestly, like... Yeah, you, spinning knobs? No, no you got close to grab the fidget knob. spinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And you we can all knob. agree fidget spinners are bad. Trash. Yeah. Terrible. The thing is, if I grab a knob and it kind of slides out of my hand because it's so, like, loose, I'm like, okay, this is trash. This knob is garbage. But if I grab a knob and it's heavy and takes some effort to turn, then that's when we know it's good. Yeah, you need something substantial. And there's different there's different types of knobs that bring different enjoyment. Yeah. There's uh, the small, like, small, like, uh, uh, large resistance. Mm. And then there's the big, kind of, like, springy motion in, in some Ooh, springy. Yeah. Also, I do, like... The kind of dampened, clicky, smooth. Mm. That's my favorite category. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want my knob to be audible. I don't want to be like, you know, somewhere and turning a knob and everybody starts looking at me. No, no what the heck? I tactile. Yeah, I want to feel it, but not hear it. Mm. That's mm-hmm. where the enjoyment comes in. Just yeah. like how enjoyable Gimli is. Galhan, have we told you about our time in Gimli? You guys actually haven't. Honestly, I'm, what a blessing of a story to present this story to you right now. I, I look forward to it. Someone we'll say it's our origin story Someone of Bucketheads. Bucketheads. My guys might be questioning, what does Bucketheads mean? What do they stand for? And why Why do they do this? Why do they do what they do? Wow. Mm. This actually all came from Gimli. And not just general Gimli, Manitoba. It came from Icelandic Festival. Mm. Which is, uh, to say the least... Uh, Boring. That's why we came Extremely up. boring, yes. That's why we made our own fun while we were there. Right. Yes. So pretty much big group of us were like, ah, let's go see what Icelandic Festival is. Free. There's music. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what's enjoyable. We go out there. You know, they have a fair and everything. All right. You got to spend 50 bucks to go up and down a couple times. Whatever. Pretty predictable. But we got super bored of that super quick. Like within the first half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then where did we go? Did we... Rona? We, uh, we hit up Rona and Safeway, I think, first. Yeah, but they were actually both closed. Rona was open. Rona was oh, open, was yeah, yeah. Oh, Safeway was open as well. But oh, actually, all of the stores were closed because it was actually a Sunday. So, when we do that, we just kind of walking down the street. We're like, wow, this is actually terrible. Yeah, well, it was a pretty hot day. It was and hot. I think I went. We went and get get water. That's why we went to Safeway or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was hot. We were all dehydrated. We we're like, "Wow, this is terrible." We're walking down the streets, and what do we see? But an ice cream store. Wow, mm. perfect thing we need. Nice old man. Yeah, Harold, super actually. nice man. He's like, "Ah, oh, come on in, order some ice cream, whatever." Enjoy. They had a soft serve hard ice cream machine. Yeah. What that is that? Is, like, what what is does that, that mean? That is fantastic. I don't know what That's they do. Revolutionary. Somehow they whip up the hard ice cream into soft serve. Oh, was, so you could make soda. any so flavor soft serve. And it like I didn't oh. ta- I didn't get it because I was being stupid for some reason. I yeah, I I, I don't think I got it either. <laughs> but no, I didn't Dom, get it either. Dom got it, <laughs> and he said it was great. Yeah, same Dom as before. Yes, mm. Dominic Gibson. Wow. Dominic uh, Gibson. Then. <laughs> After that point, we saw a sign. Actually, James the most aggressive sign. Chin, it, what, what did it say? What did the sign say? I don't know. The sign uh, said, oh, "Yes, the sign <laughs> said, free ice cream pails, five gallons." So naturally, as a group, we all said, "Hmm, yes." I don't have any use for a bucket, but we're gonna all pick them up. We're gonna all pick them up. Was this all three of you, or was Dom involved? As well? There was there was, a group, there was us. Five of us. There was five, five of us. Five, yeah. Five we're of us. We're not gonna name the other two. For security no. reasons. Yes. Oh uh, no, yeah. So we uh, we go outside and uh, um, we're like, okay, what do we do with these buckets? So we start chanting. As uh, we're talking some. As uh, you would really. We're talking yeah, drum yeah. beats. When pr- we're, stomp. With we're talking yeah. some uh, stomp rhythms. Stomp rhythms. Yeah. Some Doing chants, the thing where sorts. like you know you're at camp, one kid starts hitting his fork. On the table, and you're like, "Wow, that's enjoyable." Be I'm gonna join in with something extra. Kind of turns to trash after that. a while, but you kind of yeah. still do it. It's fun. Anyways, we have these buckets now. We're walking down in Gimli, and we find this area where there's like helicopter tours, yeah. and I'm like, "Wow, that's actually sort of enjoyable mm-hmm. for Gimli to actually have a helicopter." That they just have access to. But w- what is there to see in Gimli from a helicopter? I um, mean, the lake, Crown Royal Factory. Oh, well, I mean, cra- Crown Royal, but you want to be there. You, you want to be at inside? the factory. Yeah. Yes. You want to try. I mean, it probably was just 
a cheap helicopter ride like anywhere else would be yeah expensive. it was like i think it was like it, 70 bucks 70 bucks yeah somewhere wow. around there okay. it was like 10 minutes they had two going but anyways we we're like ah, 70 bucks we just got free ice cream pails why would we sp- spend 70 bucks yeah and to take into context we are from winnipeg thrift thrift mm. And uh, so we walked down this field and uh, kind of in a ditch, actually. Uh, and when we uh, merged onto a playground uh, right beside the helicopter tours, we were kind of just enjoying the helicopter tours, uh, just watching it land, you know, getting hosed by the wind. Oh, um, yes. Of mm. course, we all have our EDCs on us. Our EDCs. Uh, yes. Everyday carry, specifically knives. Good. Um, and not small ones. And I'm talking 13 inches, my friends. 13 inches in total, 6-inch blade. You know it. Yes. Yeah, I believe I was carrying a 4-inch blade. The Shout Emerson Cold Steel Twilight. Kershaw. Cold Steel Twilight. Uh, please sponsor us. Thank you. Wow, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so we're like, you know what? Let's cut these buckets up. But not just in any fashion, into like masks. Into masks. helmets. And oh. we were almost thinking about a certain individual that was similarly than this. Like. Sorry. <laughs> We cut up these helmets. One second, one second, one second. What you trying to say? I was going <coughs> to... Like marshmallow? Yeah. Okay, oh. we won't reference Yeah, I was going to, but yeah. like, I'm not going to do that. We, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. We uh, had our knives with us and had these buckets. So as one male would do is uh, have to destroy something with a sharp object. And that's exactly what we did. Into a fashion, uh, some would say hats and buckets on our heads. Yeah, so we make these masks slash bucket hats, whatever. And uh, we cut out, like, the lid of the bucket so that it sort of fits around our neck. And these helmets, man, they stayed on perfectly. Perfect. They were, like, your perfectly designed. Maybe a couple of lacerations on, on your neck here and there. Uh, ah, I mean, visibility fine. was low, but it, it was, was It was enjoyable. It was we were wearing enjoyable. buckets on our head. Five, five guys just rolling down Gimli. Everybody was looking at us, right? Mm. We were walking around. We were like, shoot. People are going to get mad at us for some ridiculous reason. We get closer to the festival because we had walked a ways away. And all of a sudden, we see this cop car roll up next to us. And we're like, shoot, we're screwed. <laughs> he pulls over onto the side of the road. And he, he rolls down his window. And like he calls us over. And we're like, oh, no, we're screwed. And then he's just like, I like your buckets. Where can I get one? And so, <laughs> right then and there, we promised to make him one. Still haven't. If you're out there listening, we will still make you a bucket hat. Yes, we will yes. still put in the time and effort to do so. And uh, so, pretty much, we saw the person, and we're like, you know what? Maybe we should lean into this whole bucket idea thing. So, uh, we kept on walking around. Uh, endless praise from people. We actually um, went we directly pictures, through. even. Actually, we were in front of a school, and uh, an individual was walking by and said, Hey, can I have your picture? And we're like, Sure. <laughs> in the back of my head, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was sort of, yeah, I was sort of scared of giving them our photo, but then I remembered we were actually completely masked by buckets. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, this continued throughout the day. People were kind of seeing us as we walked through this, the Made town. Gimli possibly 75% more enjoyable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. 75%. And furthermore, I guess the police were talking to each other on the radios or something. But I think we encountered like three or four uh, cops. <laughs> yeah, we all we got waves every time. Oh yeah, and they said like, "Oh, you're the bucketheads," like oh, they were like, like, oh shoot, and even some locals recognized us somehow because they said yes. we were the bucketheads. Right, we were we were there pretty much all day. So we did this like bucketheads thing around like uh, let's say three o'clock. Probably. But we stayed there for like supper and then like a little concert afterwards. We walk into this Robins, and then all of a sudden, people start pointing at us. And we weren't wearing the buckets at this point. Like, they were left outside or something. And people start recognizing them. They're like, shoot, those are bucket heads. There's cops in there, and we're like, oh, no, those are the exact same cops. I hope we don't see them again. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was great. So, everybody, bucket heads. We're like, wow, what a great name. So, we drop a pose. We make this photo, legendary photo of us, uh, saying that we'll announce an album soon never happens yeah it was an unfulfilled promise but and as as we were walking to the uh uh the festival uh more the the music part of the festival we realized there was one major drawback was uh we couldn't hear actually anything oh no we could hear stuff we could hear stuff but it was extremely 
echoey and muffled. Yeah, muffled, unless it was directly hit onto your helmet, which would deafen you instantly. Like, we're talking stick to the head, you're getting <laughs> you're done. your drums done. <laughs> Turned out to be a great prank until you realized that the person could also do it to you because you were also wearing a bucket on and your head. And we ran into each other on hundreds of occasions because A, we can't see, B, we can't hear. So we cut ear holes, actually. <laughs> Uh, which was actually a great idea. Yes. That was a good uh, just evolution there of the bucket jack. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I saved my wild side, got out uh, in front of some uh, very oh, yes, low-quality Gimli-made music. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was a folk festival, I believe. Folk festival, I believe so. Uh, I don't know if it was branded as folk fest. Well, it but was like, a folk festival. Yeah, a yeah, folk it was folky music. music yeah. And yeah. Jin actually proceeded to dance the most aggressively I've ever seen him dance. It was recorded, and... It was something to be seen. Possible giveaway? Possibly leaked onto the uh, Facebook account. Ooh, nice. It was something yes. to see. Gimli? Wow. What a great place to start the legendary Bucketheads. Basically. And is now the birthplace and the resting grounds of the Bucketheads. Wow. That's, Basically, that's Gimli, quite a story. Thank you. It's uh, a place you go not to experience the sights and sounds. No, there is nothing interesting about Gimli. It's, it's more it's of a, the experience that you make it. I'd say Gimli is the barren carcass of our bucket heads. After wow. uh, our experience in Gimli, we went for supper, and we heard about this place that had the best poutine. And we're talking like it was massive. The best poutine is in quantity, I would say. Quantity, yes. Quality was very low tier, <laughs> for sure. But you got full. Yeah, Quick. you got full. And not only... In food, but also in humor. Because <laughs> two guys that were, some would say both. Drunk and high. Yes. Thank you for the <laughs> definition. Uh, walked into this restaurant. <laughs> and they proceed to sit down at, like, this little bar area. Like, there was no alcohol at this place. But it was, like, sort of this window seating, like, little table area. And Let's there was stools rewind. there. Let's okay. rewind. Uh, and so they, they walked in. Um, they sat down for a minute. Um, or they actually, <coughs> uh, they walked in and went right to the till and, um, they waited in line. They were very amused by the, uh, the fan that was running. Uh, they were just kind of leaning into it, almost falling down. And once they got to pay, they ordered so much. They ordered two they ordered massive aggressive amount of food and they ordered two burgers each. Um, now the debit machine was an interesting story. Uh, so the debit machine, the overall process took about, I think like three and a half minutes for him to complete the process. And when he finished, he said, he meant to say it to himself, but he said very loudly, wow, what a system. <laughs> <laughs> he was rattled by the complexity of the Once debit again, machine. These guys were both. These guys were both. Um, it was a sight and to see. Continue. Yeah, so they order their food, and the thing about this place, you go, you order your food, you go sit down somewhere, and then they'll bring it to you, right? And so these guys proceed to go to this window, and this, like, little bar area. If you've ever been to Wendy's, you'll you'll see these, like, little tables with bar stools. And there was one bar stool and one, like, it's toddler a seat. seat, booster seat. Yeah, like those little wooden ones that you get at Montana's or something, like a nice restaurant not just the little plastic chairs and he proceeds to sit half on that he's he's, he's moving around trying to find a comfortable way to sit on this non-assuming <laughs> stool but that was a booster seat meanwhile we were just dying laughing and they didn't even notice just because of how like distracted they Definitely were intoxicated yeah any fashions but they proceed to get their food and we just watched them push their food around <laughs> they take a couple bites here and there but literally once they have they had left all of their food had ended up on the table they probably only ate like a dollar's worth of their meal that they probably paid fifty dollars for <laughs> honestly yes <laughs> yeah um and so they walked out um they peed actually literally on the other side of the glass from where they were sitting um and on the street even uh in the middle of Gimli during a festival, actually. Actually, um, on the ma most, like, on the main major, street, actually. Ma main street there, Oh, yeah. public urination. And, uh, yes. so... Oh. Rocco would agree. And they did oh, that. I think he would, though. And, um... And they were like, oh, that's, 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 that's all of them. That's, like, that's all we'll see of them. And so the worker came up and said, wow, I hate having these people. We're like, oh, shoot, why? It was, it was pretty funny, right? He's like, they peed their pants. 
Both of them. Both in the store. In the store. They were on sitting. top of the high chair he was sitting on. There was urine on the seats. And food all over the table. Wow. I was so glad that we were not close enough to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But on that menu of that restaurant, I also saw something interesting that I've only heard of like once, but quinoa? Oh. Some would say quine away. Wow. Uh, it's the devil's rice. The devil's yes, rice. Agree. It's terrible. I think I've eaten it once. Is it like that little beady stuff that's sort of like... It's, it's, is it rice? Ever, is it pasta? Is it, it like it just... balls of... Did somebody make soft or, sand? Have you ever made jello incorrectly and it been like super grainy? Yes. That's Do you, have you ever wanted to have that with a very bland, non-rice texture? Have Actually, you ever eaten no. an Orby? <laughs> I would say it is the exact same texture, but not quite grown yet. But yeah, like kind of like the smaller hard ones when it's like not completely yeah, yeah. like when that water okay. hasn't wow. completely enveloped it, you know. Uh, quinoa. But anyways, I, I have an anecdote actually. I just like to share about. Wow. Um, so I was actually on a canoe trip about a couple of years ago, and we actually we had two leaders with us that um, some would say they were very healthy and as they were, we had a lot of males on the trip. And let us let me just be clear. We were not healthy, and we did not enjoy. Um, we anyways, didn't go out of our way. No, we did not. But anyways, um, so they kind of introduced. They were like, "Oh, we're having supper," and we we're all the men were getting were like, very oh, hyped. Yeah. Like, all right, like, supper. All right, <laughs> and uh, when suddenly they said it'll be quinoa, actually, we was like, "Oh!" Immediately turned off. Uh, and yeah, immediately did not try any. <laughs> and then we actually had one one of our one of the our members of our group actually mix it he was tasked with mixing it and wow it did not turn out well it's pretty much there was for some reason he put salt in it he mixed salt in it for some reason mm. and it really turned out there was about kind of a quarter chunks of salt you'd get a, a mouthful of salt and then you get a mouthful of quinoa and oh. for that pretty much ruined quinoa for the rest of my life and i'll never try it again mm. so yeah, I would just say thanks for that yeah, scarring story. I don't support it in any you know function. We're here for you if you need. To. Okay, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Anyways, I think that'll uh, wrap it up here. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast, The Bucketheads, and uh, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Bucketheads Podcast. Um, yeah, welcome to the cloud. <laughs> Make do a quick shout out to Colton Magyar. Happy birthday, birthday man. today. Uh, just say blessings on this joyous occasion. Yes and amen. And just in case this is sponsored, thank you, Dominic Gibson, for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, brought to you by the Young Adults GMC. Go there for any event. Uh, they are great. Uh, perfect for young adults. I repeat, young adults <laughs> under the age of 30, please. Y A. Under the age of 30.